0: Thank you for traveling with Amex Platinum. To your right, you'll see Oceanside Relaxation at a fine hotel and resort property. When booked through Amex Travel, you can enjoy complimentary breakfast for 2 and 4 p.m. late checkout. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.
1: Bean Dad. The Dress. 30 to 50 feral hogs. If you knew what any of those were, you spend too much time online. And hey, I do too.
2: for generations to come. Listen to TMI on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio Radio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. That's right.
3: Hey, how you doing, Bob? Bub. Hey, Bob.
4: Bub, Coacher, I'm doing great, Coacher.
3: All right, Bob. Bub, you want me hit the intro?
4: Yeah, yeah. yeah you'll hit the intro. You'll hit the intro. I can't
3: hit it. Yeah, it sounds like a party in the background, man. Are you at a bar or is I'm that what your house?
4: Front porch, don't worry.
3: Your kids don't go to school? Oh,
4: uh, uh, They do. They do. They'll, they'll, they'll be leaving in a minute.
3: Leaving in a minute? I mean, they should have been there a while ago. I think Boomer in Michigan starts at 6 a.m.
4: Oh, well, they don't start that early, Coach. Jeez, Louise.
3: Coach, do you think that they're not as educated maybe starting later? That might be a problem.
4: Uh, no, I think it's good for the kids to get their sleep. You know what I mean? I think that's why Michigan has a low education level.
3: Well, I mean, did you just see what happened at Michigan State?
4: Yeah, I saw that uh, their coach got fired and that uh, they're looking at the uh, old cross grabber.
3: Uh, they got bigger issues than that, coach. What? Yeah, they uh, they hired a meth dealer as a teacher and then one of the students told on the guy and said, hey, I don't think he's a teacher. They did some investigations. Apparently, he was slinging meth in Louisiana, and Michigan Michigan State hired him as a professor.
4: <laughs> <laughs> hey, there we go, Michigan State. Hey, we didn't hear much about that. All I've been hearing about is Mel Tucker. I mean, what was he doing, allegedly?
3: Yeah, dude, one of the students said, yeah, he the professor that was – not really a professor, faked all of his stuff apparently, but he was—he uh, would get outraged at students, and the, the girl said, yeah, one time an IT guy came in to help us out with a Zoom, I believe, and he was late, and the professor just started screaming at him. I mean, it was probably like a meth rage or something.
4: So do you think that one of the students was mad because he was charging them too much for the meth, and that's why they turned him in, or it was like a nerd student that was like, man, I'm not getting my education. Like, well, how did the students know he was
3: doing math? Well, they didn't, but they just started looking into it because they said he would miss class a lot. And sometimes, with his, uh, when he would explain stuff, he he would go, and no questions about yada, yada, yada. I believe it was like chemistry. I mean, so heck, he was probably pretty good at it. <laughs> but he would say, no questions about that because I don't even know how to explain it. And they're like, uh, it's in, in our syllabus. <laughs> 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 so then, I mean, it's that just is
4: this. Great. I wish I had teachers like that. I'd have no questions either. Hey, give me the A. Let's get out of here.
3: All it takes is that one kid that's an internet sleuth did some investigating, and they found out he was in the old clink before.
4: Hey, these internet sleuths—they're getting everybody. I, I saw there was a there was a, a bunch of guys driving like motorbike, like a dirt bikes in downtown somewhere, Philly, Philly. Yes. And this dude jumps off the motorcycle and gets on the back of this lady's car when she has her two kids in there. And he kicks the back windshield out. And she gets out, and they kind of headbutt each other. He shows her a gun, and then he drives off. And he has his helmet on the whole time or whatever, but Internet sleuths tracked him down.
3: Yeah, the uh, police chief, I saw that article. I was going to share it on The Big Show. The chief comes and goes, hey, man. Thanks to those sleuths on the internet. We saw this pretty quick. Really great detective work, guys.
4: <laughs> hey, we not so fast on the uh, the Idaho murders. The internet sleuths were way wrong, and they got it all wrong. They were terrible. But they threw names out there that weren't really even the right names. But, yeah, it was quite, I mean, it's crazy how good these people are on the internet.
3: Yeah, let's do this intro before the end of the show. this <laughs> Arnold took the day off. He has a four-day weekend. Him and Abby are doing some stuff. And you know what? I may not even mention, I may actually kill off Abby because she's been getting way too big for her britches recently.
4: I know. We heard, we heard, we heard no, the story. Man. That's not
3: even the situation about the water, how she wouldn't get water for bones and put it on me. She then is having me pull audio for her. I'm like... Abby, we're all audio people. I I mean, there's access on these computers. Go get the audio. She's sending me emails. I had to go be an internet sleuth and track down some audio from September 18th. I was like, thanks, Abby, for the project. I didn't know you were my boss.
4: Oh, she wanted the first time her song played on the air. Wow, that's pretty cool.
3: Yeah, so I I don't know. I don't know. Arnold can stay, but maybe him and Abby break up in the coming days. But he's off. He's got a four-day weekend, so I'll just do it solo. I'm going to do it live. We are the one, two, three, so
4: losers coach over to you. What up everybody? I am lunchbox. I know the most about sports. I'll give you the sports facts, plus sports opinions, because I'm pretty much a sports genius live what? from my front porch. What
3: up y'all? It is Sizzin'. I'm from the North. I'm an alpha male. I live on the West side of Nashville with bazer. Looking forward to a banging weekend. Probably not going to do anything. That's married life. That is old person life. We're in our late 30s now. Uh, But let's get the weekend started, right, Coach? Are you on your patio? What is it, a rocking chair, no less?
4: Uh, Definitely a wooden rocking chair. Uh, Yes, it was. It was on my grandparents' back porch. And when they passed on, we uh, inherited these suckers for the front porch and we love sitting out here and rocking when the weather is 70 degrees which is let me tell you fall is officially here it is 70 degrees at night and it is amazing
3: yeah usually i do a little lap around the building before you guys get in i know you haven't been in in about a month but usually before the rest of the big show (laughs) Before they get in here, dude, I'll do a little lap around the building, just kind of hear the birds, see the traffic. I don't know really why I do it, but I do it. And, uh, yeah, it was chilly. I was in shorts, and I said, well, that's enough of my morning walks. It's freaking cold out here, Coach.
4: It's not bad, though, and the leaves are falling out of the trees. They're turning different colors. I mean, this is – it's a great time of year. Football's in the air. I mean, football's in full swing. We got great matchups, and, I mean – What could get better than the Chicago bears getting their first win last night? I mean, they looked like they were super bowl champions all of a sudden. You
3: got to love the NFL. It's going on. Yeah. It's flip-flop. It's waffle one week to the next. If somebody has a peak, there's a Valley. That's really the NFL. And we just saw that with the bears. Right?
4: I mean, we saw that. I mean, Washington takes Philadelphia to overtime. And then they couldn't even stop. I mean, they couldn't stop Chicago. It was like Joe Montana was out there throwing passes to Jerry Rice. But no, that was Justin Fields to DJ Moore. He's open again.
3: It was the ghost of Butkiss, Ray. Hell of a job for the Bears. Oh, that
4: may have been it. They may have been playing inspired football because the late great Dick Butkiss passed away. So maybe they were playing inspired football for him. Yeah. I don't know. It was crazy. Justin. Justin.
3: He kept texting me that Dick Butkus was out there playing as a ghost. I'm like, what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I, uh, uh, the website gave me, a, it said you could get it. It's an insurance bet, so you can do a 35-banger up to, and they'll totally refund it if you miss it. So I was like, all right, perfect. I'm going to do eight legs and go for $1,000. Um, that game was so not what I expected. I got three of the eight correct, so I went three and five. That's pretty terrible.
4: That's not a good eight-legger, dude. And that I, means you got your money. But you got your money back. Yeah. You another $35 bet now. That's
3: what I'm saying. I, uh, thank you, website. I just woke up to the same amount of money that I had, and I was completely wrong. So here they are. Listen to these bad boys. I had fields over 34 rushing. That was easy. Spread, commanders minus seven, not even close. Commanders at half and the entire game, that was not even close. Player touchdowns, Terry McLaurin. I, I think he uh, was in a body bag because the dude was non existent the entire game. Sam Howell, over 225 y- yards. Correct. I got that one. Brian Robinson, the guy a year ago that got shot, over 60 yards. Apparently, he never got the ball at all and couldn't even get out of his own way. That one didn't happen. Total points, over 43. That was an easy hit. And then I had an odd total points. It must have been even. So I went three and five on that. It was virtually impossible.
4: Man, you had a rough night, man.
3: Dude, did you see the and guy? The hey, and,
4: you- and
3: here's the thing. Rock, what? Rock. Well, no, I was going to say my segue was that was a player prop parlay. There was a guy that hit one. He put up 5,000 down, maybe the same amount of legs as well, like seven or eight, and he got, he got one a quarter of a million. Excuse me? Yeah, and they said he just took advantage of the system because he knows that if you go against, if it's if there's counterintuitive bets, so it'd be something like where I would put Justin Fields over 100 rushing yards, but then I'd put the Bears to lose. That's like, that doesn't really go with it. So if you do bets kind of against your own bets and then that parlay ends up hitting with player props, that's how he was able to go from 5,000 to a quarter of a million. But he still put 5,000 on player props.
4: Yeah, I don't have that kind of money, man.
3: Uh, well, th- like you're, I, if he's betting I, five thousand on I, 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 I,
4: that, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't know how you have that kind of money to just throw on stuff like that. Because uh, we we went over my parlay that lost last weekend, my teaser parlay, and it was only a hundred dollars, and I was cussing like, "Oh my God, f you, Patrick Mahomes! Like, what are you doing? What? Oh my! I can't imagine having real money, like like thousand dollars, two thousand dollars, ten thousand dollars. I would be sick. I would be breaking things." I don't know how people do this. Yeah, if they're like putting that much money on a freaking game or a bet. I would be pulling my hair out. I would be stressed to the max. At least I laughed a little bit. I was like, "Hey, I see you, Patrick Mahomes, being a smart football player."
3: Well, and dude, that five thousand. I mean, let's just say I would have put the same amount on mine. I'm, I'm telling you, in the first quarter, you knew that game was going to be all Bears. They were blowing <laughs> the doors off. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> That'd have been the fastest five thousand. But maybe if that guy
4: commander's minus six or seven, you're like, oh my gosh! <laughs> yeah, that
3: tells you though. If he's betting, if he's a five thousand dollar better, I mean, the dude's clearing half a million a year, and or he's significantly addicted and he's betting whole paychecks.
4: That could be it. I, I think maybe that's more likely the. Re, but I don't know. I mean, I don't know where the, what these people do for a living. Maybe they just have all this extra five thousand that's just laying around. They just have stacks of five thousand, stacks of five thousand. But when you come to my house, I have just stacks of snot and Kleenex. That's all I have. Coach, are you feeling
3: better? Because I know the rule on the big show is if you even feel a little bit sick, you can't come in. So, I mean, you know, are you on the up and up? Because the nation thought oh, maybe I'm you were. Up and
4: up. I'm on the up and up. I definitely am on the up and up. I still, every once in a while, have a cough or have a little bit of mucus that needs to come out. But besides that, I am feeling really good. Like, well, I mean, I've had really, the mucus. Really-
3: Coach, I've had the mucus for weeks. That's not really, I, but if the cough's there, that's when you get in trouble in the studio. If you start doing that,
4: yeah, because people start looking at you weird, and it's like, ah, okay, you know what I mean. I'm feeling better, but I'm coughing. Like I don't want you to think I'm getting you sick because I don't want to get yelled at and I don't want to get blamed. It's just really awkward. So you know what? Hey, I'll just sit on my front porch for another day. That's fine. It's not a big deal. I'm not stressed out about it. Hey. But Ray, you know what we forgot to talk about?
3: Yeah, I, ahead, a lot Ray, of we'll stuff probably. I no, I was just gonna say people don't know about radio and how it works you can't really cough on a mic we can't on a podcast because these are really the wild frontiers honestly they're unregulated but on the radio you don't really cough so if you were to come in here the the pressure to not cough is so immense in that studio thank god i'm not in that studio i just turn my mic off and i cough all i want i blow my nose me and scuba have side conversations but in the studio i mean there's such a pressure not to clear your throat not to cough not to lick your lips it's pretty intense no
4: sneezing no anything you just like if you feel a sneeze hold on coming on you just got to like mentally tell it do not sneeze do not sneeze <laughs> hold it in and it's, it's really bad for your it's sort of like farting they say it's bad to hold it in like it's bad for your digestive system and bad for your inside well dude you should and be that, I mean, you would be
3: a great truck driver because you can just cough all you want down the open road
4: yeah in motors they don't have to take any days off because they're out on the water
3: <laughs> Yeah, they just cough right into the open air and, I mean, the wind and the water. You, you, that's the thing. You can do whatever you want. Yeah, it it's international waters. Be a
4: big deal for, it would be a big deal for lawyers. They would oh, They can inspect the whole courtroom.
3: Yeah, honestly, that might hurt their case.
4: Yeah. Uh, sorry, my lawyer couldn't be here today. They got the sniffles. Uh, guilty. Oh, damn, that sucked, man.
3: Dude, I would go I to like grab it. my first piece of evidence and it would be like a Kleenex box. it would be like, oh, that wasn't from the crime scene. That was from my bathroom this morning.
4: <laughs> But what we forgot to talk about Ray is your boy Dave Miller going to the bucks. Uh,
3: that I that and then he also got a divorce.
4: He got a divorce?
3: Yeah, I mean, not to bury the lead, but when I saw him in the Dominican Republic in right around the 4th of July, let's just say 4th of July, he was not only worried about a tr- major trade that was about to go on, he was going to move his entire life to Milwaukee. He uh, apparently had uh, irreconcilable differences at his home life. And, um, you know, they're not, they're not hooking up anymore. They're not meshing anymore. He, he was about to have a massive divorce in his life.
4: I did not know that. I didn't read that anywhere. I guess you, you've been following it more than I have. I didn't know he was even married, to be honest with you.
3: And isn't it crazy, though? Everybody, we always just see these professionals and celebrities and stuff. and like, oh, they got the easiest life. Dude, Damian Lillard was about to uproot his entire life and move, move to Miami, move to Milwaukee. Mind you, he lives in Portland. He's going to go all these places around the country. He's trying to celebrate a friend, a family member's wedding in the Dominican Republic. All the while, he's about to get a divorce. Imagine that happening in your own life.
4: That's a lot of stress. A lot, a lot of. <laughs> I mean, good gosh, dude. I mean, and then and then I, I, I and then they trade Drew Holiday to the, the Trailblazers, right, in, in return for Dane. And what's crazy is I, I read a little note from uh, his wife, like Drew Holiday's wife, saying. You know what I mean? Are we sad? Are we mad? We didn't even get a phone call. We didn't get a heads up, hey, this might be happening. Just, nope, you're traded. This is a business. and what's well, more than a business. We have family. We have kids. And we we put our heart and soul into any community we're in. And I'm not saying we're mad, but we, we have time to grieve for what we just lost, but we're excited for what's in the future. So then they get traded to Portland. Then two days later, they get traded to Boston. And I'm like, what in the world? But here's the thing. Everybody's already, oh, put Milwaukee, crown their ass. You might as well crown their ass. I don't think people understand how important Drew Holiday is. He plays defense. You know who doesn't play defense? Damian Lillard.
3: Yeah, I just saw a Drew thing Holiday. on the. Yeah, I saw a thing on the screen. It said, uh, "I think Milwaukee got worse trading away Drew Holiday."
4: <laughs> yeah, Drew Holiday locked down the freaking the point guard. He lock he he is locked down defender. You don't need to help him. You got don't have to worry about him. Dame Lillard's going to get blown by, and then the Celtics go pick up Drew Holiday. Now, that improved the Celtics because they got a better Marcus Smart. They got rid of Marcus Smart, who was their gritty, hard-nosed defender. He had worn out – I mean, they they tried to upgrade. And now they got a better defender, a better player than Marcus Smart. I mean, the Celtics, to me, got the better end of the deal.
3: Well, here's what the betting markets thought about that. So you know, I'm a big futures guy. I always try to do these parlays. Yeah, I, know, I know you
4: gotta, You got If you can't, if you don't bet it now, then the future's too late.
3: Correct. That's actually my exact quote. But so with, M- I believe, honestly, I'm not betting NBA <laughs> championship. Who knows NBA champion? I mean, is Wembanaya going to have a miracle run? Who, who knows NBA champion? I'm passing on that one, but I do love a good rookie of the year, and I think it's down to three guys, Victor Wembenaya, Scoot Henderson, and Chet Holmgren. Well, after it's that... Chet
4: Holmgren. I've told you this for months. It's Chet Holmgren. Well, get
3: this. After that trade, Dame li- leaving town, Scoot Henderson went from about four times your money to right behind Victor Wembanaya. So... Scoot Henderson is now number two, and Vegas thinks Chet is number three in line. Your boy.
4: Okay, I get why. Because he's going to get more minutes, so his stats are going to look better. He's going to put up more points. He's going to have more opportunity to play. And that makes sense.
3: Yeah, so honestly, now would be the time actually to go after Scoot or somebody. like. I get your thing with Chet because he already had a year under him. And Wimbenaya apparently. Well, he was hard. Did you read that about Wim Apparently he used to clean the floor at the stadium, and he had to make sure that all the clothes were cleaned, he said.
4: Oh, I didn't know that. That's, yeah. that's pretty inspirational. He said
3: it's awesome now that he's in the NBA because overseas he had to, he was the GM or something, so he had to worry about all the day-to-day stuff.
4: Oh, I had no idea. I did, I did read that the Dolphins head coach, uh, he, he used to go to the Denver Broncos training camp, and one day he lost his favorite hat at the training camp. And the video game coordinator found his hat or something and invited his family out to the training camp the next day. And his, and the coach, like, his dad had died when he was fourth. It was just him and his mom. So they went to the training camp. And his mom and the, the video coordinator for the Broncos hit it off, and they got married. And so that's how Mike McDaniel, McDaniels got his start in football. He got to be around the, the, the freaking Denver Broncos as a kid. Oh, how crazy is that? <laughs> What? And did you hear this, though,
3: about uh, Trey Lance, you know, the old backup of the Niners?
4: You you mean the the, the number three overall pick that the Niners gave up the whole farm to trade up for?
3: Yes, and now they have Mr. Irrelevant, but so Trey Lance apparently...
4: But unbelievable, Brock Purdy?
3: Yeah, so uh, Trey Lance has been telling the Cowboys all the secrets about the 49ers. So I'm asking you, you think he... I mean, he did see playbooks and stuff like that, so is that kind of significant?
4: It could be significant if he was any good. Here's the problem. He couldn't learn the damn playbook. That's why he was (laughs) third string. (laughs) Uh, 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 uh. I mean, that that uh, is kind of insider trading, though, right? Yeah, it is insider trading. And that's why, like, the Patriots, they went and got Will Greer. I mean, it didn't help the Patriots, but they signed him off whatever practice squad he was on because he used to be the backup in Dallas, so they wanted to learn information. And they had Ezekiel Elliott. And they were like, oh, we're going to know some inside information. Well, guess what? Didn't help them any.
3: (laughs) Yeah, it's almost the thing where why would the 49ers trade to one of their biggest rivals in the conference?
4: Uh, Because they don't think he's any good, and they got a fourth-round pick for him, and so they needed to get rid of him, and they needed to dump his salary. And who cares? They're not worried about it because you know what? The Niners are freaking amazing.
3: Well, that leads me to my next question for you. Uh, Since you said in your intro you are the expert – Who do you think – do one of them stay undefeated, both of them, neither of them? So you got the Eagles have the Rams and the 49ers have the Cowboys. Both are undefeated.
4: The answer to your question – Only
3: two left in the NFL.
4: Who's going to stay undefeated and if, if, if any of them are going to lose? I will tell you right after the break.
1: Bean Dad, The Dress.
3: I'll write this down for you. Thank you. All right, Rock.
4: My strong belief is, who gosh, I, I don't know how much Cooper Cup's going to play. Yeah, that's weird think, that he,
3: dude, that's weird that he could be playing.
4: Yeah, I think... I give the Rams a better chance to beat the Eagles than I do the Cowboys to beat the Niners. I think the Niners are going to win. I think the Niners are going to cover the three and a half. I think the Niners are so freaking good and the Cowboys have looked amazing. They've looked amazing, but has their offense looked amazing? No, their offense hasn't had to do anything because their defense has been able to do everything, everything. And guess what? That's not what's going to happen against the Niners. The Niners are so, they have weapons everywhere. Ayuk, I mean, Debo Samuel's like the third choice now. He used to be the, the creme de la creme, the, the toast of the town. Brandon Ayuk was a stud coming out. He was in trouble. He could suck. He was benched. He didn't get any balls. But him and Brock Purdy, they're like in love with each other. They must be roommates like Colt McCoy and Jordan Shipley back in the day because all he does is throw the damn ball to Ayuk.
3: Yeah, I didn't. Did Debo get hurt or something? I feel like he had a terrible week last week.
4: I don't know if he got hurt, If it was just Christian McCaffrey show. I mean, that dude, oh my gosh, he's so awesome. He is He is amazing.
3: Oh, he definitely got hurt. Okay, he got 0. .6 points. Oh, yeah, here you well, go. I just
4: think it's because McCaffrey had three touchdowns and was just chilling, just balling out, and Ayuk had like 145 yards receiving.
3: Yeah, he was limited. He only had three rushing attempts.
4: But I don't know. I'm just telling you, I think the Niners are amazing. And I know Miguel Soto's sitting there and Landon Loker, and they're probably having a watch party down there in Dallas for their go, let go, Cowboys, you know, all these Cowboy hawks, And uh, I-, I just, I-, I think the Niners are so freaking good. And I think the Niners are going to win, and it's going to hurt because my dad, my brother, and myself, we made a bet at the beginning of the season, last undefeated team, and we have the Philadelphia Eagles. So we kind of need the Niners to lose to win that bet. So we, it, it, it's my dad will be cheering hard for the Dallas Cowboys because he's a Cowboys fan. My brother is not going to cheer against our bet, and me. I mean, I, I'd rather the Niners win than the Cowboys. I don't want to hear from all these damn Cowboy fans. I can't have it. Hey, what a league
3: though! Right, five weeks in, and there's out of thirty-two teams, there's only two left that are undefeated.
4: Hey. That's what they want. NFL wants parity, and they got parity, let me tell you.
3: That's it right there. But that was smart, you guys, to do Eagles. I mean, it was probably them, Chiefs, right? They were all at the top of the odds before the year.
4: Well, the problem was the Chiefs' schedule was so hard. Like They played a lot of good teams because you know the, that was the, the looking at it. We're just looking at the schedule. We thought the Eagles, and we also had the Saints. We did have the Saints because we thought Derek Carr would be a lot better than he is, and we thought the Saints would be better than they were, and they were playing – no, I wasn't stepping in a puddle, bud. Sorry, uh, Baby Box 2 asked me if I was stepping in a puddle out here. Uh, wow. I, and the Saints, they play nobody. They have no good quarterbacks that they're playing on their schedule. So we were like, oh, maybe they can win their games. But, no, nope, they lost because their kicker missed a stupid field goal in Green Bay.
3: Well, they uh, started 2-0. and We also have that bet on the big show for them to win the Super Bowl. And they I believe now they've lost 2-0, maybe 3.
4: Well, they got demolished by the, the Buccaneers. And then who do they play this week? The Saints are playing.
3: They do have Kamara back, though, and he crushed it <laughs> last weekend.
4: Yeah, they play the Patriots this week, so, I mean, I have no idea. I think the Patriots suck. I mean, they are so bad. I don't, I don't, know, what to, I don't know. Coach, do you
3: need got... a mic for the kids? I mean, they're talking loud enough. We can almost get some audible stuff <laughs> from All them. On, please. Sorry.
4: Let me get the dog back inside. Come on, let's go inside. There you go. There we go. Thank
3: you. All right. Uh all right, coach coach, careful with the kids. It sounded like the kid said the F word.
4: No, he didn't say that. no, he didn't say the F word, Coacher. He only says that when he drops something. You don't have a studio at home? No, I don't have a studio at home, Coacher. I'm gonna I'm gonna get one. I'm this has made me determine that I need to get one at home, but it costs money and I don't know if the company will build me a studio at my house.
3: Yeah, Morgan, she hit me. I guess she has one. Morgan, everybody knows Morgan, but she had one at her house because she goes, hey, do you want to just do a Zoom and I can stay at my house? And I said, what the seniority? I've been here way longer than you. Get your butt up to the station. (laughs) Freaking kidding me, dude? (coughs) Hold on. Coach, yeah, you're uh, you're averaging a cough every five minutes, man. I don't even know if you're on track to come I back on Monday. I, still,
4: I I told you I still have a little bit of a cough. I told you that's the reason that I'm still on the front porch.
3: Well, I mean that's that's There's not just a cough, coach. That's contagious. That sounds very viral. It's a that's no, the novel no, 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 coronavirus, not. coach.
4: It's been so many days. Um, I, that's what happens. But, but what else is going on? Oh, so. The Bears, like what was crazy, going into last night, the Bears had the number one and number two pick in the upcoming NFL draft. I know we got a long way to go, but that's kind of crazy, huh? What What are you
3: saying? You want them to win, or you want them to tank for uh, tank for Drake?
4: Well, I I don't want to tank for Drake. I don't. I don't care about Drake May. I, I, I was worried about Caleb Williams, but I don't know. Like maybe Justin Fields is good. Is he good? Is he bad? I don't know. He looked terrible. Well, everything he, he said, here's the he deal. Terrible,
3: but coach, I wasn't. I was never an NFL quarterback. Uh, but what I did see is some of the deep balls. He was right on the money, and it was a huge fifty-seven-yard pass to D. Moore, DJ Moore, DS DJ. Yes, and then then there's another one where. He missed his receiver by like 15 yards, so he had some horrible throws last night. The score isn't really indicative of some of the really bad passes he actually had.
4: Yeah, I I, I don't. And DJ Moore, I'll be honest with you, he pushes off every dang play. If you watch him, he uses that arm to shove the defender to catch the ball, and it's like that ah, it could be offensive pass interference pretty much every time. But they don't. They weren't calling it last night, which I mean was giving us a lot a lot of yards.
3: So were you into that game? Yeah. You're, you were still a Bears fan? What, what, What did you say? I had to watch it on a bootlegged website because it, what what was it streaming on? I couldn't find the damn thing it's on, on YouTube.
4: Amazon. Thursday Night Football is on Amazon, right? Yeah. You know how you order all your packages?
3: Yeah.
4: Yep. Yeah. Well, I, I stumbled
3: upon Cinemax. It. I had some Cinemax after dark. Dude, I couldn't find the game, so I was I was bootlegging.
4: Oh well, yeah, it's on Amazon. If if you ever if you're ever wondering where it is on Thursday night, it's okay. Man. It's just a pot. It's just a pot. It's it, okay.
3: It is a sad day in time when the easiest way to get it is pirated, you know? I mean, thank God yeah, for the pirates. I mean,
4: that's the hard part, is it's like they have it on so many different platforms. Oh, it's on this channel, this night it's hard to keep up with, but
3: um He's do, coming. Come on,
4: Walter, Hey, do you wanna to touch you know,
3: Mark, on major yeah. league baseball? Or do you wanna do more oh, honeydews with the family?
4: Well, sorry, they all came outside, all the kids were out here playing, and my wife comes out, she goes, are you working? And I'm like, yes, I'm working. Like, Everybody uh, in the house, in the uh, house. Uh, uh, uh.
3: I mean, we only have people listening all over America trying to keep this podcast afloat in no respect.
4: And Sri Lanka, and where else?
3: No, I mean it was in Abu Dhabi, Sri Lanka, Tokyo, Costa Rica, as well as Punta Cana, but uh, yeah, we've we've lost a couple of those territories and and cities and countries.
4: Oh, you know what I was supposed to say weeks ago, Ray, And I, I've been meaning to say this, and I, I feel bad. Like I mean, like I got sick and then I forget, and then Alistair, happy fourth birthday to Alistair. He listens to every single podcast, he's a huge fan. He loves it when we say, one, two, three, sore sore losers. losers. And I saw Alistair was celebrating his fourth birthday, and I was like, we got to make sure to say happy birthday to Alistair. And I just kept forgetting, and then I got sick, and I made a mental note, and I almost forgot again. I wanted to start the podcast off with that. But, Ray, I just now remembered, happy fourth birthday, fourth birthday to Alistair. No, he's now five. Yeah, I know, I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> it's already been another year. I kept forgetting so long. Oh my gosh.
3: Ugh. Hey, you want to touch hey, on oh, baseball? Like, I have some observations.
4: Yeah, go ahead. Let's hear your baseball observations. Do you have any baseball music? Well-
3: yeah, I mean, I was obviously dead right with the Phillies. So every wild card or whatever they call that first round, everyone was awash. The teams that were at home won. It was 2-0, 2-0. Those were all done and done. I told you Phillies. It was 12-1. to Now it's moved to 8. Some books have it at 7-1. to And I'm telling you right now, an observation I've made is this next series, whatever it's called, divisional round, it's five, best of five. It is a huge disadvantage to the Braves that it's only best of five and not best of seven because the games start out in Atlanta. They're going to be ice cold. Their bats have been in a pitching cage. We've all been to a batting cage, guys, at your local theme park and circus. It it doesn't get you ready for a Major League Baseball game. The Braves bats are going to be ice cold this weekend, and I'm telling you, the Phillies have to steal one, and then they can close it out next week at home because it's a five-game series. The Braves are not going to be able to get warmed up and, and, I mean, then there's their fast track to the World Series. The only buddy staying in their way is the Rangers. It, I've already figured out all the Major League Baseball playoffs in two days. Oh, two days.
4: And here, I'm going to tell you, those wild card rounds couldn't have been any less anticlimactic. I mean, there was no winner-take-all game.
3: Yeah, and they had on the bottom line, it said that the Rays had 19,000 people there. That was the least amount in the, since 1919.
4: Well, that that's good. 19,000, 19 nineteen I see they have a theme there, 19.
3: No, that they didn't go for that. That was just straight facts. But, I mean, what a depressing stat to throw all over the TV.
4: Well, I mean, I, can you explain to me why they have it at 2 o'clock in the afternoon?
3: Yeah, the time of the games isn't great. Phillies, their games are <laughs> at like 8 o'clock at night. I wake up to those scores. But, yeah, the Rays, for whatever reason, maybe the retirees in the afternoon, a matinee is good for them.
4: Well, that's a good point. And I'm going to be honest with you, that, that, that stadium is way out there. It's not even in Tampa. It's in St. Petersburg.
3: Well, they're doing a new one. 2028, they got a pretty dope one. I saw There's a. It's almost a moat. There's water going around it. It's going to be a lot better looking right now. I mean, they're just in a blown-up condom or something. It looks terrible. That's a bad stadium. <laughs> I mean, you you watched last night. You watch a, a stadium that looks like it just has a feel to it, an aura, if you will. The uh commoners. What what are their names? Comrades? Commanders. Yeah, commanders, whatever their stadium is. They're in DC, Virginia, or one of the bunch. It's a that's a stadium right there. You feel like you're at an NFL game. It looked awesome on my pirate site. And then the you go to the Titans. I and mean, there's no feel to that thing. The paint's coming off. And then the trop or whatever they call it, trop hop. I'm out. I mean, I'm hopping to oh, a bar or something. <laughs> like that's just a, yeah. a bad baseball stadium.
4: And the the only the only thing about your theory about the Braves is at least they have their pitching. They they get to start out with the top of their their, their number one pitcher. The, the Phillies pitch their their top two pitchers, and so they're on number three.
3: Yeah, those grand slams though break i'm telling you telltale sign of a world series team is when they're hitting grannies and Phillies already did that i mean that was electric the other night and i mean it's it the freed's out i, I don't know where he is i mean he might be at some i don't know i don't know where here i they don't give any good updates so you never know when these guys are coming back but i don't think he's pitching in this series who max freed
4: Oh, Freed. I didn't hear you say that. Yeah, so the Braves
3: are already down a guy. Here you go. Max Freed expected to start game two. All right. Well, never mind. Uh just edit out whatever I just said.
4: <laughs> hey, disregard the last thirty seconds that I just oh, said. Oh. oh okay, oh. but what so what did you figure about figure out about the American League? I mean, I I need to know. You said you figured it all out in two days.
3: Well, I mean, those bats really don't cool off. Look at the teams that have scored the most runs, the Phillies and Rangers. Obviously the Rangers pitching I, I mean, there's not two great starters in these playoffs, so I'm, I'm going strictly by bats. There's no other signs pointing to nothing but a Rangers and Phillies World Series.
4: And who wins the World Series? If I'm going to place my futures bet right now, who is my futures bet on?
3: Well, I told you when it was 12 to 1, and you've lost a little bit of that, but you're still going to get a solid return. You've got to do it before the Braves because they could steal game one Saturday. You gotta go Phillies. There's no other option. Top to bottom. I mean, they got guys hitting grannies. I mean, who even I mean, is is Schwarber? He's probably hitting his eight hundred right now. I don't even know if he played, but
4: <laughs> he about one ninety five, but that's okay.
3: Let me see. I want to see exactly oh, what your uh odds are looking like. Yeah, it's seven to one now. Oh, seven. So it's basically Rangers or Phillies, both seven to one. <laughs> they got Baltimore. I mean, they haven't even played a game yet. I mean, guys. I don't know if the sports books understand baseball. It's all about hot, hot, hot. You don't want to sit in baseball. Orioles bats are going to be cold. Dodgers are going to be out as fast as uh, Bauer was out of Major League Baseball. And then Astros well, and, and Braves.
4: Too soon, too
3: soon. Well, she's coming back. She's at his throat now saying that she was telling the truth.
4: Uh uh who what is the Orioles? I didn't hear what you said.
3: Well, Orioles are I mean they're six to one, and then Dodgers four to one, Astros four to one, Braves three to one. but I'll take the teams that have already had playoff baseball under their belt, and I don't know the past 48 hours pass on the Braves.
4: Okay. I mean, I, the Orioles won 100 games and they, they, for a reason, because they're freaking good.
3: Dude, but think about it. Remember that Seattle Mariners team that won 120 and you thought they were the next oh thing since sliced oh, bread? Man. Come on. They, they were out of the playoffs faster than Max Fried as of Major League Baseball. <laughs> 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 oh,
4: my God. All right, and with that, we're going to take a break.
1: Bean Dad, The Dress.
4: Bro, are you are you ready this weekend? You're gonna wake up. Well, no, you're gonna wake up way early on Saturday morning, and you're gonna have a lot of hours to kill till eleven a.m. for the Red River Shootout
3: rivalry. Coach, the shootout is now oh. politically incorrect.
4: That's right. I forgot. Red. Man, it's hard to say Red River Rivalry. That's a that's a tough one.
3: Yeah, let's put one of our biggest games that's promoted, and it's honestly a landmark tentpole game in college football, and let's give it a really tongue twister of a name.
4: Yeah, let's make it impossible to say. Why can't The Red River rivalry, I mean, that just sound terrible, unless it's just me. Maybe it's just me that has a tough time with the three R's.
3: Yeah, I, let me say this. It, we, me and Bazer decided not to even touch that one. We got our weekend parlay banging already. We're going for... We're going for a quarter of a million. We need Phillies, we need some stuff like that to happen, but college football Wait, we got. No, the
4: Phillies winning the World Series is not a weekend parlay. That is a 3-week parlay.
3: Right, but we go heavy. We humped a couple last night, so we already got two of them done. There's eight left. We did we you know, you got Phillies, you got Eagles, maybe it's just a Philadelphia championship tour and then Inter Miami's got to got to win. They got 3 games left. They need to win two of them. So, but football wise, I didn't they're touch. They're not making the playoffs. Okay, but listen, I—they're favorites Saturday night, so that would put them one step closer Then they play Charlotte, and Charlotte's bad. But let me say this: we didn't touch Red River Rivalry. That whatever. I mean, last year Texas won forty-nine to negative five. This year, it's Texas is a favorite, but Oklahoma—that Dylan Gabriel kid—can throw eight touchdowns in a game. I'll pass. You? I'm punting on that game.
4: I, I mean, I'm not betting it. I'm not betting it. I'm excited to watch it. I'm excited because they are both really good in Texas. I feel like Texas is different this year than they have been in the past. I told you this about how they're not letting these little scrubs hang around. Usually they have these nail biters against these crappy teams. It's like, what the hell are they doing? They're supposed to be so much better. They're blowing people out of the water. And Mm. I just think Texas is better than Oklahoma. I I think Texas is better than Oklahoma. I think Texas... Can run the ball. They can throw the ball. Yes, OU's great. They're, their defense is going to get after it. But Quinn Ewers, when he played Alabama, guess what he did? When they blitzed him, he found the open dude. Boom, boom, boom. He looked like a Heisman candidate. And I think he's going to look like a Heisman candidate again. I understand Dylan Gabriel didn't play last year, but 49 to nothing. Ooh, that's ugly. I don't think it's going to be 49 to nothing, but I think Texas is going to win a freaking game.
3: Yeah, I'm not locking it up, but just to continue this parlay. Oh, yeah. And then it, it leads to a bridge that ends in Philadelphia for the Eagles and Phillies, and they could really bring us that quarter of a million. But we kind of, we kind of, we loved Maryland. We love Maryland against Ohio State, nineteen and a half. We went Alabama in the afternoon just because that Waggle Boy is out all all year, so it's the backup that lefty. Yep.
4: But, but their, their backup quarterback's better than him.
3: Right, he's good, and he's quick, too. That boy can get to the outside. Whoa, Nelly, watch out there, now. A&M. And Johnny Manziel's in town signing autographs. I get it. I get it. They got all the signs of it going on, but give me Bama,
4: Alabama. My daddy, Alabama. <laughs> and then, that's, that's the other game I'm excited about, because we all think Alabama sucks. Alabama sucks. Oh, my gosh, what's wrong with Alabama? And here we go. They win this game. It's just like, uh oh, Alabama's bad. Like they're just—they're the same old Alabama. And it's can Texas A&M finally? I mean, yes, Johnny Manziel upset Alabama years ago. That was the big one, big win with Jimbo Fisher. The question is, can A&M actually beat somebody? Can they beat Alabama? Can Jimbo Fisher and all these high prize recruits? Can they finally do it? I don't know. I'm taking Alabama. Do I'm re- taking Alabama because my rule is Nick Saban. Until Nick Saban proves me wrong, I'm always going with Nick Saban. My daddy Alabama.
3: Um, coach, do you remember where you were when Johnny Menzel beat Alabama? Everybody does.
4: No, I don't remember.
3: Man, I was at my buddy Mike's place. I was believe paying 200 rent to live in a nook in his upstairs attic. But I, I was watching the game on. Wasn't watching the game. He had a chick over, so he was playing house. And I was just chilling on the couch, watching it on my phone. I was like, a is beating Bama? AM is ahead by two touchdowns against Bama? Who is this man's zeal? Well, well, yesterday, then the next day, I saw the highlights. Uh, apparently, he was a pretty good quarterback, Johnny Manziel, and my soon-to-be idol, now my idol. But yes. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea about the dude. And I, we did, I don't know. I guess we were watching a rom-com or something, but I was watching the ESPN app the whole time, and that's how I learned about the greatness and one of the greatest upsets in the history of college football.
4: Yeah. I mean, I, I just, Alabama is Alabama and A&M has the tendency to not win games. They, Zemo Fincher can recruit, but he can't win games. And I can't, I'm excited to watch. I'm excited to see those are the two really, to me, big matchups this weekend.
3: What about, uh, like, those are the, what about late night? I we got uh we got Oregon State beating Cal. I'm gonna have to stay up to about one a.m. for that one, but I like DJ Agunli. Well,
4: yeah, that's not, that's not really an exciting game to me, and I don't think Cal's any good, so I don't. I mean, I don't know if I'll stay up for that one.
3: But it is though a good college football weekend. We can agree to that. With the Bama game as the matinee, Red River rivalry starting out the
4: game. Oh, with the Red River rivalry starting out the morning, I mean, I, I don't know who else plays anybody good. Uh, it's going to be great. It, it, that th- Those are the two games I'm looking forward to the most. And don't give me, oh, K-State plays this team or this team. Play. No, those are the two exciting games. Those are the ones that I need to worry about. Um, Notre Dame plays Louisville. I mean, is Louisville any good? I don't even know. I know they're undefeated, but do they suck or are they good? Have they played anybody? Notre Dame, I, I think, what's his name? Freaking Sam Hartman's going to get back on track, and he's going to throw the ball to the left. He's going to throw it to the right. He's going to throw it deep, and they're going to roll, roll, roll.
3: Yeah, I thought uh, the Vols played A&M, too, and I was wondering how that was possible, unless it was a day-night doubleheader. But the Vols have a bye week, and then they are back next week.
4: Oh, then they play A&M?
3: Yeah, and then after that, Bama. Then I mean, then they gotta flex their nuts if they're gonna make this thing,
4: you know. I will say, I will say that uh, fantasy football actually got interesting this week for me. And and this is the fantasy football player I kind of like. Is I got an email because the person I'm playing fantasy football against this week, uh, they are dinners winners, dimmers winners. I think her name is Vanessa. She got high point like week two, and I've been trying to get a hold of her to pay her for high point in our fantasy football league. And she goes, I've been waiting for you to hold on to that high point. I don't want that money. I want to bet it against you this week. Whoever wins, double or nothing. If I win, you you pay me 40 bucks. If I I win, I get to not pay her, and I get to keep 20. Love it. Side bets. Like, do people not do side bets anymore? I thought that was part of the fun of fantasy football. If your opponent hits you up and you talk a little trash and say, hey, let's put $20 on the game this week. Well, That's what I'm talking
3: about. Yeah, no, I, I do appreciate that. I can barely get anybody to say anything on the message board. Basically, you wait five days for somebody to respond to a trade. It's a pretty inactive league, if I'm being honest.
4: Oh, I mean, I saw your big trade. I saw your big trade. You, you said DeAndre Swift and get on out of town.
3: And it ended up that week sucked because, uh, well, I would have lost anyways, but Swift put up another 20, and then Evans got hurt at halftime and put up five. So right now, I believe it was Mayberry got the better end of the deal. And Tutu, though, he's about to be downgraded because you got Cup coming back and Puka gets 30 catches a game.
4: Yeah, and I mean, then you got Evans this week. Oh wait, Evans is on a bye this week. Probably a bad time to make that trade, man. You didn't do it really. Didn't really work out for his
3: first two weeks. Well, that's what I'm saying. We we need to squeeze out a win so I can go to three and two. Mo and Tampa is running away with the division right now, four and zero.
4: Oh, put a ring on it. She is absolutely crushing people. She is four and zero. She is feeling good. She already has her crown on. Talking about, I can't wait for the playoffs. I mean, she is. Riding high right now, riding high
3: who is the person that in our fantasy league we have 48 teams I would have to say the worst is Ray's manager. the team is 0 and four doesn't even have an icon as an image in the division rankings and they don't put up any points so i I don't even know that might have been a bot it,
4: it could have been it could have been someone that just drafted a bot you know and they, they said, give me a good name. There's they a have a guy named Ray. I'll they have scored manager.
3: 339 points over 4 weeks. 339 divided hey, by 4. You know what it is? They like? put
4: up like he started out the season He started out the season like the Chicago Bears dude, and then all of a sudden they're going to rise up from the ashes and put up freaking 50 this week.
3: They put up 84 points a week. Well, that's what it is. They went after Dalvin Cook and he ended up being a wash this year.
4: Yeah, it's and, been kind of a
3: bot. And Cooper Cup. So, actually, that explains it. Maybe it isn't a bot. It's an optimistic bot. Yeah,
4: But Cooper Cup comes back. All of a sudden, his team catches fire. And next thing you know, they're 4-4, four and four, and they're battling for a playoff spot.
3: Hey, when are you going to pat me on the nuts, though, for calling that St. Amon, Brown, Ramon? It wasn't a first-round pick. I mean, the guy's done 12, 14. He's been serviceable, but he hasn't put up first-round type numbers. Can I please get a pat on the nuts for that?
4: Uh, I don't know what you mean. He's done better than Cooper Cup, who was a first round pick.
3: That's an auto draft. Ain't nobody picked Cooper Cup on ESPN, and I'll hang up and listen on that one. <laughs> and I also was big talking. I was like, "Oh, dude, man, your team must suck if you start two chains or whatever that guy for uh, the Miami Dolphins." Actually, I'm starting him this week. Guy's pretty good. Um, he's probably going to start every uh, game. Yeah, the rest... he's,
4: not, he's not bad. Uh, Devontae, Devon, J, Devin, De- Devon, De- Devon Achin, 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 I don't know how to say his name, but all he does is uh, score touchdowns.
3: Yeah, he gets to start. He's actually pretty good. I take back everything I said, whatever podcast I said that on.
4: <laughs> but yeah, dude, right. th-
3: this it's one's a I tough think. week though for buys cuz I-, I got Eckler's out, Evans is out. I think the NFL half the teams are on a bye.
4: Yeah, there's a lot of teams on the bye. There's a lot of teams. I I, I uh, in my five best bets, there's not a lot of not, not a lot to pick from. I should have picked the Bears last night as one of the games, but I did not. And so I'm going to tell you some teams that you need to look at this week, and you're going to, you are gonna you want to make some money, this is it. All right, Okay, go. can you tell me, uh, Arizona, the Arizona Cardinals, I mean, they're at home, they're playing Joe, I can't throw the ball more than five yards, Burrow. I mean, my calf hurts, oh, I'm banged up, I can't move. I, T. Higgins has a broken rib, I don't even know if he's going to play. And you're going to go to Arizona, the team that beat the Cowboys, that beat the holy, unbeatable, best team ever, Cowboys, the best defense of the NFL history after two weeks, Cowboys. And you're going to give the Arizona Cardinals three three points? They are feisty. I've watched the Cardinals because I picked against them in the Eliminator, and they kept freaking giving me heart attacks, and then they beat the Cowboys. And, you know, I mean, I don't know how people are so down on the Cardinals. We were before the season, but you need to wake up. joshua dobbs is a rocket scientist and he's an nfl quarterback and he's good and they're good they're very creative and they're playing hard give me the arizona cardinals plus three take it to the bank yeah i didn't know if
3: you were taking it to the bank or if you were uh locking it up or coughing it up i didn't know what you're doing there coach
4: i was doing a combination of both
3: uh, let me do mine real quick. It's obvious. It's the game that matters. It's the 49ers and Cowboys. I want one undefeated team left. Uh, that's what I told all my buddies. I, if Part of the financial firm, I tell all my friends uh, things that I've researched, and I loved the Eagles all year for being the last undefeated. So give me Cowboys plus three and a half. I'm telling you, the Niners, Mr. Irrelevant, I mean, is going to be irrelevant. I'm sorry, no pun intended. Uh, lock it up.
4: So, are you taking the Cowboys to win, or are you just taking them to cover the spread?
3: Uh, cover the spread. I'm not going to get cute okay. with it. So, plus three and a half.
4: Okay, that's not bad. That's not bad. And then I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go to the, 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 the the Motor City. Okay, let me tell you something about the Carolina Panthers. And it's not called Motor Bang. City
3: anymore, Coach. It's called Gun City. Oh,
4: sorry. Sorry. Uh, I don't know what the current line is. The last I saw was nine and a half. I it, it, it may be ten now. But here's the thing. The Carolina Panthers are terrible. Bryce Young has been terrible. They can't do anything offensively. Detroit's defense has been playing good. Detroit's defense has been playing well. They're in Detroit. Bryce Young going to go there, and you're going to tell me he's going to battle Jared Goff? I don't think so. Give me the Detroit Lions. Minus 9.5. Minus 10. That's fine. It's, anything over 10, maybe getting a little nervous. But 10 points? <laughs> Take it to the bank,
3: yeah. And let's stop calling these cities nicknames from 80 years ago. I heard somebody say that, like, I don't know, Charlotte's the Emerald City or something. I mean, it's just like Motor City, guys. Call them what they are, Detroit's Gun City, Portland, I mean, Tent City, uh, Nashville. It ain't Music City, it's Bachelorette <laughs> capital of the world. Yeah, give them more modern type nicknames, Ray. I'm gonna go over there to the Greenway capital of the world. I mean, come on, coach. <laughs> Austin, <laughs> what is that? The live music capital of the world? I mean, guys, come on. It's like the hippie capital of the world. Let's be real. Let's be real. <laughs>
4: hey, come hug? Uh, all right. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
3: Coachy, yeah, I gotta wrap this up though. I uh made an Okay. Bye, bye,
4: yeah. bye. Coach. Have a good day.
3: Your good your family's day. leaving you, Coach. It sounds like they're going to their moms it's for the weekend.
4: I, I know, I understand. What is what let me look. I'm looking like there's one that like, I don't understand is the Texans are getting one point at Atlanta. Right. Yeah. And I, when that first came out, I was like, Oh my God, that's so obviously the Texans. Like, I mean, they're so much better. And then it went up to the Texans getting two points. So there's money coming in on the Falcons. And I don't understand it. I'm not, so I, I'm not going to lock that up, but I can't figure out how, because I watched Desmond Ritter and guess what he does. He sucks.
3: Yeah, coach. But I'm not going to lock it up. I was just up in Cincinnati, and I mean, they pay homage to the man Ritter. I mean, he he's a god there. Uh, so they thought something of him. Maybe Atlanta will finally see those things that Cincinnati thought of him, coach.
4: Yeah, so I can't I I can't figure that one out. I can't figure it out, but I don't know. But hey, guys, coaches convention three. Uh, the information should be coming out on Monday. Hopefully, a big banger of a pod on Monday. We can announce everything. Um, I hope you have a great weekend. Enjoy the college football. Enjoy some family time. I mean, it's been a long work week for me. It's been very stressful. I've been, you know, grinding and grinding, trying to get you guys some winners and uh, trying to bring you some great pods from my front porch, and I appreciate it. Ray, great work, great work, and uh, you guys have a great weekend.
3: Yes, hopefully we can make the announcement not on a landline phone, Coach. Uh, It's pretty feeble line. We need need you in person. I mean, the, the chemistry and the dynamic is a lot better for the announcement of the convention.
4: I know, I know. And happy birthday, Alistair, once again. I'm I'm sorry we didn't get to it earlier, but surprise, we didn't forget, Alistair. Happy birthday.
3: Um, Coach, I fear, though, that you're going to be making the announcement Monday on a landline. And uh, hopefully that's not a sign of things to come, because I really think this is going to be our best convention yet. There's going to be no grilled cheese or school buses.
4: No, definitely not. Definitely not. We have upgraded. We have definitely upgraded the taxis.
3: And we will have a, a guest as well, right?
4: Yeah, 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 we'll
3: have a guess. If it's one of the losers, so be it.
4: <laughs> All um, right, everybody, have a good weekend. Coach, man, I think that was pretty good, man. I think we
3: nailed that. FYI, South Beach is confirmed for Soar Losers Convention
4: 2024. Whoa, wow. Batter's box is a – we'll wait and see.
3: So, worst case scenario, uh, South Beach did – punt at texas state so not the worst guest we could have gotten
4: that's right yeah
3: we could also interview my wife ray
4: no i don't think my i don't think it's just a caterpillar up there yeah my wife's looking at a bug on the roof all right coach all right all right coach send me that and uh, have a great weekend yeah have a good weekend all right bye
2: Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The
3: Black Effect presents Family Therapy, and I'm your host, Elia Connie. Jay is the woman in this dynamic who is currently co-parenting two young boys with her former partner, David.